Welcome to the Crimson Circle Connection Center. We're here for our final, final channels for the Emergent series. Are you ready, Jeff? Yeah, to be shout 11. And uh, as we kind of explained before, but we know a lot of you come on later, uh, so we'll explain again. Actually, shout 11 was already done. It was done down in Santa Fe at the request of Adamus. He kind of dropped that on us uh, at the end of his last session down there. So he said the two shouts, two channels that he did in Santa Fe, the one to open the conference and the one at the end, were going to be Shout 11. And Jeff, when did you know this was happening? When the words came out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you were so stressed out and so like, I just don't know. And I, you just. Oh, by, they don't tell me who's coming in. That's a little nerve wracking. I mean, it's, it's like. After it's over, it's like, oh, that was fun. But going into it, it's like, how do I know? But I thought Tobias told you to demand whatever you wanted to know. Yeah, it doesn't always work. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and, and I realize that Adamus always has a method to his madness. So oh. I, I don't complain too much other than to you. So what we're going to do now. <laughs> What we're going to do now is uh, we're going to see those two shouts. If you've already seen them, uh, great, because there's always layers and layers. You can go back on any of the sessions, and there's always stuff. Uh, we haven't seen it, so this will be kind of interesting for us. You know, I was there. I heard it. I actually heard it. You heard it. You were there. You channeled it, but it was gone how fast? Well, I'm looking forward to doing what you guys always do during a shout, going to sleep, uh, <laughs> taking a nap. So uh, we're going to be in the back of the room, of course, like, I'm not sleeping. I'm, I'm absorbing at deep levels. Um, but this is very strange for me, because normally at this time, Linda's starting to do the breathing, and I'm starting to go into the channel. It's like really weird, like I lost my job or something. Oh, but, I don't think uh, so. Anyway, uh, the, think so. the first session is 40 minutes. And uh, when that's done, Linda and I will come back up, just say a few words while the production crew gets ready for the next one. The second session is 55 minutes. Uh, for those of you here in the audience, if you need to use the um, <coughs> facilities, please feel free to get up. And we're going to be showing these on the monitors on both sides, so you're welcome to like scoot your chair a little bit so you get a little better, uh, a little better view, because right now everything is pointed this way. I want to let go of those logistics and go to the fact that there was something extremely special that was determined was going to happen at the Adamus tenure. And that focus of that group was so stunning that it's no mm -hmm. coincidence that this has evolved into this. Yeah. Adamus is taking us to that new place, that broader expanded place. And it's here for us today. So really allow yourself to dive into this and to feel it and be it. Good. So uh, would you do the breathing in and then I think I'm we'll, ready. we'll play the first part of Shout 11. Good. Well, it was such a beautiful surprise. And Jeff, thank you for being willing to take on those surprises. Ah, uh, yeah. That's always fun. <laughs> so with that, invite each of us to take that good deep breath, the breath of life. Realize and feel Adamus is here for us with every breath. Take the good deep breath and feel into you.
Let the energies flow. Be with the good deep breath. Breathe the I am here, I am present. Breathe and allow as we begin these special sessions for you. I am that I am, Adamus of Sovereign Domain. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, so delighted to have you here at this gathering. It's not so much about me. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe a lot. But it's really about Shambra, about you, about the past 10 years. I'm going to do a little walk around and see how many I can look in the eye. 10 years. Uh, it's gone by so quickly. It was just like I had just finished a cup of coffee at the Ascended Masters Club and the 10 years was gone. I'm sure it was the same way for you. <laughs> 10 years in a flash, like nothing else. 10 years of amazing changes. I know some days you didn't think anything was changing. Some days you were wondering if you were doing anything at all. Ten years of weeding out those who really weren't ready for embodied enlightenment. That's what it's all about. All about. Nothing else. You probably discovered it's not really about having a better human life. <laughs> it's all about being realized masters on this planet. Ten years of a lot of distractions. Oh, have I had to work at the distractions? I've had to sit in my, my drawing board up at the Ascended Masters Club working on how am I going to distract them this month, this shout, this workshop. Ten years of pure entertainment from one of the greatest entertainers of all, Kathumi. <laughs> ten, years, ten years of profound information. Not my information. No, I'm just, I'm just the gatherer. I'm just the one that comes around and feels into each and every one of you where you're at, what, what you're ready for next. I just gather it up. I distill it because there's a lot of crap in it sometimes. I, I distill it, and then I regurgitate it. I bring it back out to you. I, I vomit out what you were <laughs> thinking, feeling, going through. Ten years of gathering all this information. And the remarkable thing is, and please never, never overlook this, because you so often think you're doing it for yourself. It's all about you. It's a lonely journey all about you, and you're, you're having to put up with uh, ferocious storms and uh, dragons and hardships in life. It's actually really not so much about you. You're doing it for those who come next. You just feel into that for a moment. You, you're not really doing it for you. It feels like that. But you know, as I have said from the beginning, you could have had your realization one or two, maybe three lifetimes ago, and you said, no, I'm going to wait. You were right on, on the verge of it, and you said, I'm just going to wait. I'm going to do it at this incredible time on the planet, the time of machines, and I'm going to do it with a group of others. We're, we're all individuals, but we're doing it kind of together. 
I'm going to do it so there is a recorded history on this planet, a history of going into realization, and that's what you're doing. Well, I know it feels like it's about you, and I know there's days where you have tremendous doubts, and you wonder if you're doing it right. If I could just ask you to put that aside, at least for the next few days, and realize what you're really doing. You know, all these doubts, all these hardships and everything else, you went through them in past lifetimes. You didn't need to redo them. None of them. Your issues with abundance or health, you didn't need to do them again. And it wasn't that you made a mistake and, and you're back in it. It's that you're doing it to help bring together this written history, documented history, of coming into realization on this planet. Feel into that for a moment. It's really not about you. It's not. There are times I know when you, you have that dark night of the soul, you go through some of the worst experiences, health issues, mental issues and that, but that's when you stop for a moment and say, you know, I'm doing it so that I can bring in some of these old human conditions and issues and now transmute them with wisdom and leave that behind for the many, many others who are coming this way. Leave it behind. And that's exactly what you're doing. In 10 years that we've been together, you've built a library of information for others. Your stories, your profundities, your concerns and your worries, but feel into the master for the moment, because the master that you are understands exactly what I'm saying. You came back to go through some experiences again, to transmute them into wisdom, and to leave that as a gift for this planet and for the humans who come next. Not all will, not, not all of them will, but enough will. And they'll tap into what you've done in this lifetime. Take a moment to feel into that. I know sometimes you say, no, no, it's about me, Adamas. You must be talking to the person next to me because I'm really going through this stuff and, and it's so real. It is, but take a look at why you're doing it. Ten years. Ten years. Look, look at the, the changes that you've gone through. And again, I know sometimes it seems like it's all going very slow. It's really not. Look at the wisdom that you brought into your own life. You're still learning how to use wisdom. You're still learning what wisdom really is. But look at over the past 10 years of the wisdom in your life. Look at all the releasing you've done. Letting go. Ancestral freedom. Letting go of the ancestors. And some people really misunderstand that. They think it's about denying the ancestors, telling the, uh, your family, the lineage to uh, go somewhere else. No, it, it's saying that I am that I am. I am my own body, mind, and spirit. Yes, I, I have this association with the family because at this time on the planet, humans still are birthed into biology, but even that'll change. Letting go of the family, and by doing so, liberating yourself and liberating them as well. 
You know, so many of the issues on this planet, the vast, vast majority, are perpetuated, are, are carried on in the family line. Health issues, mental issues, addiction issues. And there's nothing in the composition of the body and mind that says that needs to be that way. But it's an energy that flows from in, into the family line from one lifetime to the other. And you've learned to let go of that. That's a huge, huge step. Oh, I know, I know you're, you still have some of the family issues, but you're letting that family go. Ten years. And I would say some of the most important things we've done together are the and. Learning that you're multidimensional. Learning that you, you are not just this physical person with this mind at this specific time with a specific age. You're multidimensional and we're really going to be expanding on that in the work we do ahead of us. And then the allowing. The allowing. I love allowing because it's so damn simple. It's the essence, it's the essence of a master. Allowing. And it doesn't mean allowing the outside world to trample on you. Not at all. It means allowing all that you are. Allowing the master into the house of the human. Allowing all that you are that the human might not even be aware of right now, but with allowing, with opening up and saying, I allow. Then it comes in. And then you realize what it is. Then you embody it. It's allowing, it's allowing the, the greatest parts of you to join the human here on this planet. Ten years together, amazing times. When Tobias came to me and said, would you please take over for, for me with the Crimson Circle? And I told you I had a little bit of a reluctance. Partly because I knew the group that he was working with. I knew your pirate rebellious nature. I know you don't do homework. I know you don't really listen to any of the materials with your ears, but you do with your heart. And I, I knew there were, at the time there, were, there was a lot, of, still a lot of macchio, still a lot of people involved in this who really were just um, uh, energy feeders. Uh, I think there's a new word going around, uh, gamers. They're just playing energy games. They really weren't interested in realization in this lifetime. We kind of thinned them out. Uh, I did it by being, by being <laughs> obnoxious, uh, by being almost the antithesis of spiritual. But again, it was a reflection of you. It was your irreverence, not, not so much mine. <laughs> when I came in and took over for Tobias, I realized that I, I couldn't come in as Saint Germain, just Saint Germain. There had to be a difference. It had to be adjusted to you. Uh, Saint Germain, uh, my my essence. So uh, I'm a wonderful, wonderful being, but I had to do a lot of adjusting to take on this Adamus persona. It had to be a reflection of you, uh, and it took some work, it took some practicing up there at the Ascended Masters Club. It took, it took some some trial and tribulation of getting Adamus just right. Uh, kind of, I'm I'm really just an impersonator. I'm impersonating you. Uh, up here. And there had to be that balance between the, the theatrics and the, the jokes, the really good jokes, 
hey, you're damn jokes. I mean, if you're not laughing, it's because you're not funny. The, the jokes, uh, the, the profound messages, really profound messages. I, and I'm not saying this of me, I'm saying it of you. There is nothing on the planet like it. And you can study ancient uh, sacred texts. There's nothing like what you're doing. You can study the contemporary spiritual works, messages, books, and, and courses. There is nothing like it. Nothing like it at all. Because you're willing to go to that next step. You're willing to be on the leading edge. You're willing to actually do it. Not just talk about it, but actually do it in this life. That's what these past ten years have been about. We seem to work in ten-year periods. There was ten years with Tobias. How many were, were around during the Tobias times? Ah, how many were not? How many came in because of <laughs> the Crimson Circle? <laughs> we tend to work in ten-year periods. And in just a few months, we're going to start our next ten-year phase. There'll be many phases within that phase. We're starting the next 10-year phase, and I say within a couple of months, when, when we start our next series. In the meantime, you're wrapping... Are you going to stay with us? I'm making no commitments at this point. It depends, <laughs> depends how everybody behaves this weekend. <laughs> we, uh, during the next few months, uh, we're going to be wrapping up some loose ends. Remember at the May shout, I said you were going to be going through a 45 to 60 day experience. I'm sure none of you have had that yet. <laughs> we're going to be wrapping that up. We're, we're, in, we're at about 45 right now, a little, over, a little under 45. Uh, we've got a little bit of time to go to really wrap up those energies. And then we have a little time to let them settle in before we start our next series, which I believe is um, coming up soon, uh, right around my birthday in August. Third, if you're interested in gifts. Third. Third. Another celebration. Another, we're going to have another celebration. So what we're doing right here at this gathering is kind of wrapping up the last 10 years. For those of you who are here, for all of you who are going to be watching later on, for Chambre in general, we're wrapping up that. We're also going to be previewing what comes next. Right here, previewing what comes next. So as a segue to that, without any further delay. I invite our first guest in for this next channel. Some music, please, to help Calder make the change. Dear Linda, with some breathing, and see what comes next. So with that, let's take the good deep breath. Take that good deep breath as Jeff makes the shift to the next channel. Take the good deep breath and feel into it. <clears throat> feel how the energies move and change. Breathe for you. Again, breathe with allowing. Breathe as the human and the master. Breathing the I am that I am. Breathe with presence. Breathe 
into the heart of you. Take the good deep breath. Breathe. Breathe and let the energy flow. Be with the breath. The breath of life. That breath that tells your body you choose life. Feel into this energy of celebration. Breathe. Greetings from here and beyond. I am Merlin. I am Merlin in a bit different way than you've experienced before because as I come to this gathering of Shambra, I, I am Merlin, a collective. Merlin, a collective of all the Merlins who have ever been Merlin. We we come now together in a collective, each one of us individual and sovereign, but coming to you as the group of Merlins at this time. Let's talk a little bit about Merlin, what Merlin is. It's a title. Merlin is a title that has been bestowed on certain individuals over the course of history, going far, far back and also going into the future. Merlin is the time traveler and the shapeshifter. Merlin is the magician. And Merlin is an energy. We come together now as the collective of Merlins because, as dear Saint Germain mentioned, you come into a time of your new era for Chambra, and it is the Merlin era where you each become Merlins as well. You join with us in the collective of Merlins who have been before, but yet you are individual and sovereign. Let's talk a moment about the history of Merlin. I'm sure many of you are familiar with the stories of Merlin from Camelot, King Arthur. The stories that were written in the 12th century by one Joffrey Monmouth. A part of it is true, part of it is legend, part of it has been altered over time, but that's what most people think about when they think about Merlin. Let's look for a moment, feel for a moment, into how Merlin first came to be. And remember, because the dates and the times may seem a little confusing, remember Merlin is the time traveler, so what was in the past is also the future. The Merlin is truly timeless. So many of you were on the planet, on earth, at the time of Yeshua. Some of you walked with Yeshua and cried with Yeshua. Some of you literally threw, threw stones at Yeshua as the Roman soldiers. 
Some of you were not so much in the lands of Palestine, what is now called Israel. Some of you were in other parts, uh, in Africa and Europe and India. But so many of you can trace your more contemporary origins to the time of Yeshua. It was the time of seeding the Christ consciousness on the planet that was the very reason that you came into that lifetime to seed the Christ consciousness, to bring it to earth, to integrate it with Gaia, to integrate it with everything upon the earth, to seed it and then to let it just sit until the time was right. Yeshua, one you know as Yeshua ben Joseph, some, some called Jesus. Yeshua was a collective of Shambra, of Shambra. It was a group energy where you each instill part of yourself, part of your crystalline energy into this being called Yeshua. And Yeshua brought out some of the most amazing and some of the most difficult and challenging of the human condition. Yeshua was, in a way, your, your divinity in human flesh. And as you know, Yeshua suffered much. At an early age, and by the way, so many, there are so many stories and myths of Yeshua, and if this feels right, allow it. If it doesn't, let it go. Yeshua was not born to a poor family, and he was certainly not born in a manger. Yeshua was born to a somewhat affluent family, and he had a good education when he was young. He was never a carpenter never hammered on wood or anything of the sorts that would have been beneath his role. Yeshua got married at a very young age, and at, then the marriages were arranged, but indeed he truly fell in love with the one who he was destined to marry. And he married this dear, beautiful woman, and the two started out life in such a happy way, both, both having abundance, both having good families, both having good education. But within less than two years, his wife got sick and she died. And this crushed Yeshua. This crushed him. How could this happen? How could someone that you love and care for, how can they just die in front of you? With all the prayers that he did, calling in the rabbis, calling in the healers, nothing helped, and his wife died before his very eyes. This set him on his spiritual journey, and his story is so much like yours. It actually is your story. He had very little true interest in spirituality prior to the death of his wife, but now, in such a place of darkness, being so forlorn, he, he set out to find the answers, not knowing where he was going to go to, not knowing where he was going to end up, but set out to find the answers. He traveled all throughout Europe, England, France, Spain, Portugal, Germany, traveled all throughout Europe looking for the answers and not finding what he wanted there. He, he went to Egypt. He sat in the king's chamber of the Great Pyramid, a place that some of you have sat in. 
He went on to India. He went throughout uh, the lands of the, the East, searching for the answer. And finally, he did indeed find the answer. And it's really much of the same wisdom that you're bringing into your life right now. It's simple. It's easy. It is I am that I am. I allow the I am. And upon coming up with the answer and truly communing with his deceased wife, she in the other realms, he in the physical body, Yeshua came back to Jerusalem and spent the next three years teaching and loving and sharing and suffering. Suffering. Because so much of the human journey has been and still is about suffering. And then to culminate all the suffering, of course, his execution, crucifixion. It was kind of like almost an exclamation point on human suffering. Upon his death, as he transitioned to the other side, he and each and every one of you birthed Merlin. It wasn't in his lifetime. It was at the point of his death. He birthed Merlin. And so you could say each and every one of you had a part in that. He birthed Merlin to say, we must keep magic on this planet. For he could foresee, as you could foresee, there would come a day where the magic would be wiped out by religions, by rhetoric, and by being in a mental state. So Merlin was created to keep the magic in the air. Merlin was created to keep things like fantasy and imagination in the air. And that's what Merlin does. Yeshua came back to his disciples, sometimes when they were in the group and sometimes individually, and he said, I exist. I am still here. Oh, and they doubted even though, even though they saw Yeshua and this Merlin energy with their own eyes, they doubted and wondered how that could possibly be. And he stood in front of them and said, I am the Merlin. I am still here. There is no death. He stood in front of groups up to as many as 500 people as the Merlin and as Yeshua and said, keep the magic on this planet. And since then, there have been many others who have taken on that title as Merlin, one at a time, including at one time, the one you know as Saint Germain, took on Merlin. And then because Merlin is a time traveler, Merlin went before the time of Yeshua, into the times of Egypt, into the times when you were in the caves after the fall of Atlantis, and there were Merlins who traveled back in time. Each Merlin was responsible for being the storyteller. That's a great part, a great part of the responsibility of the Merlin, to tell the stories, to share the stories, whether you do it, whether they did it verbally, or whether you do it now with your media, to tell the stories. Merlin is a time traveler, not restricted by time nor space. Merlin is a shapeshifter. Remember your Pakawas? 
That was one of the very first things that Adamas came in to talk to you about, your pakawas. It wasn't just a game. It wasn't just a distraction. It was to say, now you have the ability to be that shapeshifter, to, to shift into your own pakawa. And it's an interesting thing, even though your biology doesn't necessarily change, your biology is still there. The person or persons you're in front of perceive you different. While you may say, oh, no, I'm still in the body, suddenly you're a leopard or an eagle or an owl. That's what Merlin does. It's a shapeshifter. It doesn't have to rearrange the biology, just creates the perspective of whatever it is that Merlin wants to shift into that you want to shift into. A tree? A cloud? An animal? Or nothing, just thin air. That's what a Merlin does. The Merlin is here to make sure the magic stays on this planet, especially at a time when the magic has been squeezed out. Squeezed out by all the mental activity, by the intelligence of the planet, by the logic of the mind, Merlin is here to make sure that fantasy and imagination and magic continue to exist on the planet. And more than anything, Merlin is the one who is the magic of energy, the magic of energy. Merlin is energy, the magical energy. We haven't had a Merlin on this planet for nearly 300 years. After the mystery schools were closed, we also closed down the Merlin. Waiting, just waiting. Not for an individual, but for a group. And that is why we assemble here today. You, my dear friends, are the new Merlins. You are the magicians. You are the magic. The shapeshifters, the time travelers. You are the ones who bring magic to energy. Merlin is going to be here in the next era of Chambra, for the next 10 years at least, being the energy magicians. Let's bring that together right now, perhaps with some magical music from Johan. Let's take a deep breath into the Morab of the magic energies of Merlin. <clears throat> Some of you may wonder, are we really ready? Oh, indeed, as you come into your embodied realization, you start to really understand. You start to really understand the history of your last 10 years, why you've gone through the steps that you have, why you're now ready to be the new Merlins on the planet. No longer is there just going to be one who carries the title and holds the energy now. There will be thousands and thousands. You could say the new Merlin is perhaps a facet of you. You could say the new Merlin is the human and the master integrated together. Magic simply means beyond the limited spectrum that most humans live in. That's, that's it. 
magic simply means that there is so much more than what most are possibly aware of, and it's right here. It takes no effort. It takes no work to be that Merlin. And that's what we're going to be doing, because, dear friends, you're going to realize that you're truly just energy. Magical energy. Magical energy. Take a deep breath and in this moment with this collective of the Merlins from the past joining each and every one of you. Let yourself become part of this group. Let yourself become a Merlin, a magician, a time traveler, and a shapeshifter. chosen to stay on this planet in human form and you certainly don't want to keep doing it the same way you've been doing it on the past. You want to have the freedom, you want to understand and use energy in a way that you've never done before. You want to break out of any of the old limitations and that's what we're going to be doing from here on. Take a deep breath and feel into yourself, I am Merlin. I am Merlin. I am human, I am master, I am divine and I am also Merlin. Merlin. energy master. Merlin who understands that all energy, every energy they perceive is theirs. Merlin understands that they are the dance of energy on this planet, beholden to nobody, to nothing. Take a deep breath, I am Merlin and let yourself join this esteemed group of individuals most whose names you'll never know but they've been the Merlins of the past and they invite you now to join in with them. I am Merlin, the energy magician. Where we go from here, we're going to want to be that energy magician. Developing that whole new relationship with energy. I am Merlin. Yes, indeed, the first Merlin was birthed at the death of Yeshua. To ensure that the stories would still be told, that the fantasies still be there, that the imagination would still be open. First Merlin was birthed to make sure that no matter what came to this planet, there would always be the magic, meaning the beyond, meaning more than just the regular human life. 
That Merlin was birthed as a result of great suffering on this planet. Yeshua, suffering. The whole human journey so laden with suffering, burdened with deep, deep suffering. So we, as the Merlins from the past, come to you as the new Merlins who join us and say, let us now all go beyond suffering. Let us go beyond suffering on this planet, beginning with you in your lives. Let us transition beyond physical suffering, suffering of the mind, suffering of the soul here on this planet. That's why we've waited until now, until the end of this past 10-year era, to come in. We've waited because it was important for you to have an understanding of energy. It was important for you to make not just one, but at least three commitments to staying here on this planet as embodied being. And now, one more commitment to add on to that. The New Merlins go beyond suffering. Yes, others on the planet may still suffer and your heart may still go out to them, but you will be the standards who show them suffering. Suffering is not meant to be. The human condition is not supposed to be about suffering. was birthed in the time of Yeshua, in his death and his crucifixion. All the suffering associated with us, we now rebirth that right here, beyond suffering in the human condition. And that is the new Merlin. That is the energy master. Take a deep breath. And let this Merlin that you are go beyond suffering in the human condition. No more. It's deeply ingrained in, into the human mind and body. Deeply ingrained that a human lifetime is generally one of a lot of suffering. take our magic and go beyond that. Some of you will hold on to suffering as you held on to your ancestors, as you held on to abundance issues, as you've held on to lack of self-worth, but that'll dissolve away. Let's take a moment and just allow you as a Merlin release suffering in the human condition. Feel it within yourself. I am Merlin. I am an energy magician. Suffering is no longer my experience, my life, my role. 
all the Merlins gathered together here today, all of us who have ever claimed that title in the past, we gather here together with you, the new Merlins. And like Adamus, we will be with you every step of the way. continue to hear the words and the messages of Adamus, but now we join even him at each and every shout, at each and every gathering, as the New Merlins, together with you. Let's take a deep breath. A good deep breath. Merlin has arrived. Greetings from here and beyond. We are Merlin. Well, that was the uh, <clears throat> Wait. That, that was the first session of the conference. And Can you just breathe it in and accept that huge invitation that was given to us? Mm. That huge declaration of the Merlin and the energy? Mm. That was pretty strong. I remember at the end of that first session, it was feeling that there was just such a, a different presence in the room and just something had really shifted. Uh, it was interesting watching it again and just feeling that. Wow. We're going to take a look now at the second part. Uh, the second part of the Emergence series uh, was done at the very end of the conference. It was the last thing that we did. And uh, well, let's take a look at it. Uh, would you do some breathing in? Just going to invite us to just allow ourselves to continue with this. Stay with the good deep breath. You're already there. You can do it. Just breathe it in and let the energies move. Breathe it in and feel this incredible Merlin. Take the good deep breath as we go on to this next channel with more for us to receive if you choose. Stay with the good deep breath. I am that I am, Adamus of Sovereign Domain. I breathe into this room, into our gathering here, and to all who come later, for this is another one of our turning points, our launching points, uh, what Tobias used to call a, a point of separation. You'll feel a lot of it today and the days to come, but you'll really notice it in the years to come. What, what happened right here? And by the way, before I go any further, I do want to address the comments that were made during the <laughs> roast. <laughs> Calder did ask me last night, what, what did I think? What, what was I feeling? Was I even here? Was I in the crystal? I'm never going back to the crystal. But I was here. I, I was present with each and every roaster who was on stage. I was present all around the stage. I loved it. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. 
you know, an ascended master has everything they need or want. An ascended master doesn't need anything else. What, what could you do to gift an ascended master other than your laughter? Your laughter. It filled my heart. It filled my entire being because I know how difficult this is. This was supposed to take maybe up to five lifetimes, and you're doing it in one. I know you think that 20 years is a long time. It's nothing considering what you're going through. So to be able to laugh gives, is the greatest gift of all. It gives me so much joy. To laugh at me, maybe not so much, but laughter. <laughs> just laughter. I'll take it any way I can get it. Going through what you're going, all this uh, change in your body, and the change that we're doing here this weekend, a change we're going to talk about in just a moment, to be able to go through that and get up from the ground and wipe some of the tears from your eyes and the blood from your body and then to laugh about it and say, damn it, give me some more. <laughs> it wasn't enough. I can take more. That is truly the greatest gift. And as you can imagine, I went back to the Ascended Masters Club last <laughs> night. <laughs> of which I am the uh, CEO and president, and actually I'm the founder and the, um, <laughs> the social director and the head presenter. And Linda's looking at that glass of water, remembering the time she sprayed me with water. Oh, and I am so tempted. It's the perfect opportunity. We have all the cameras pointing. Everybody's anticipating. I'll play. How could I? How could I when I can wait and have her anxiety build year after year after year? <laughs> Love you. And so does your husband, but that doesn't matter so much. Love you. So, dear Jambra, the ability to laugh. Uh, I went back to the Ascended Masters Club last night, and they'd all gathered around. Well, what did that feel like to be criticized and laughed at and, and ridiculed by people? Some of it was vulgar. Some of it was so true. <laughs> and, and I had them all sit down, all... 9,000, almost 10,000 these days. I had them all sit down. And I, and I shared with them the beauty of the moment, uh, the, the, the comedy that was taking place, to be able to laugh instead of being on your knees and praying and reverent to be the pirates that you are. And I said to each and every one of them, there is no group on a planet like Chambra. Uh, there, there's none. I said, your groups are still doing their meditations and their hocus-pocus stuff. We are roasting the Ascended Master. <laughs> That's progress. That's progress. And it truly is. It truly is. Because the laughter, it moves mountains of energies. It clears so much from your body. You need it right now. I'd like to make this an annual event, uh, not, not roasting me, but, 
Let's try Kathumi next time. Oh, by the way, Kathumi. Guess where Kathumi is right now? Trapped in a crystal. Trying to get out, and he's remembering the story of 10,000 years, and he's starting to think I laid some sort of spell or witchcraft on him, which I did. And I just want him just to get a hint of it. Kazumi, my buddy, turns on me. My, my, dumbass. It's not even funny. It's not clever. <laughs> and that's not really what happened. You know, and I didn't come up with some crazy name, whatever, whatever he had, Lord something or other. No, 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 no. It's all made up. It was all a joke. It has nothing to do with truth or, shut up, Kathumi, or reality. Although I will admit two things. He did give me some pointers. He did give me some pointers about how to relate better to, to Chambra. Uh, and he gave me some warnings along with it. It wasn't just pointers, it was warnings about you. And he said, you're a tough group. And he said, you, you're, you don't do your homework, and you like to cuss and spit and swear and fart and everything else. Uh, and, and he said, sometimes just the smell, you've got to be away. But, but that's true. Uh, but uh, there was some truth in it. He did give me some pointers on it. And Kathumi also said that he would be your personal coach, if you allow, if you let him, and he will. That is a very true statement. You want a little makeover in your energy? And we're not just talking physical. You want a little makeover in your energy freaking attitude? Call in Kathumi. He'll be there. You'll understand more after today's session. But Kathumi truly, Kathumi is around all the time. He's with you as much as I'm with you. He, he kind of plays the, uh, the good cop, and I kind of play the bad cop, but he's with you. So do call on him. He is available. So with that, what we did yesterday morning and what we're going to do this afternoon is actually Shoud 11 of the Emergence series. At your July gathering, at, <laughs> what, are you happy to be done? <laughs> at your July gathering, um, it doesn't matter, you can replay this, you can do nothing, you can not gather, but what we're doing here is, is pretty important. Uh, so it is Shout 11 with yesterday's segment and today's segment. That will make up, yeah, the Shout 11 of the Emergence wow. series. Yeah. It's um, what we're going to do, what we're going to finish up with today is pretty important. I'll talk about it later. <laughs> it's truly turning a huge uh, corner, uh, launching, whatever. It's, it's a big, big shift. And again, you might not uh, really recognize all of it right away, but it's a huge shift. So big that what we're doing here becomes the, the launching place for so many of our upcoming Keyhawk sessions uh, and some of the gatherings and workshops and, of course, uh, into the shouts. But we're going to really focus on what we're doing here, what we're 
bringing out here today in upcoming Keyhock sessions. So, with that being no other announcements, um, we're going to ask Johan to come back up for just a moment. Uh, we're going to bring back in Merlin to continue with uh, sessions from yesterday. So, Linda, a little breathing. I'd like to pull your chair forward because it's kind of back into the table. There you go. So, so, please, again, take the good deep breath as we support this shift over from Adamus to Kathumi to Merlin. <laughs> Take that good deep breath and breathe in the energies of Merlin. Breathe it in, let it flow. Oh, feel it. Feel it. Breathing the I am here. I am present. Your energy's here, supporting this message. Breathe deeply, flowing, feeling, and allowing. Take that good deep breath of life. Breathe. Breathe for you. Keep breathing, allowing, inviting in Merlin, really feeling. Stay with the good deep breath as Merlin is here for us. Greetings. Greetings from here and beyond. I am Merlin. The Merlin here is a collective of all the Merlins who have ever walked on the earth before. And now, in this second segment, the Merlin is also a collective of each and every one of you who call yourselves Shambra. Collective meaning that we come together in unity, but we are not bound to each other. We come together for a common good, but we are not dependent on each another, for each and every Merlin is a sovereign being. Merlin, the Merlin that you are, is a time traveler, because Merlin realizes that they are from their own past and they are from their own future. There are no barricades or walls or doorways separating them from the past or the future. So Merlin can easily traverse time. Merlin is the gatekeeper of time, the commander of time, and the user of time. And therefore, now, as Merlins, this is indeed something that can be brought into your own life. To be that time traveler, to be in the here and beyond, all at the same time. Merlin 
is a shapeshifter because Merlin realizes that there is no single reality. There are many, many realities. It is all based on the perception of the observer and the intent of the creator. So therefore Merlin can appear as a rabbit, as an eagle, as a tree, as a drop of water, as nothing more than the air itself. As Merlins now, you will come to use this ability. <coughs> You'll come to use this ability in order for you to experience the things you choose to experience. Never, of course, to manipulate others. Never to take energy from anywhere else outside of yourself because there is no energy outside of you. But now you have that ability to shape and shift your reality. And there'll be times when you have many realities going on at one time and will no longer confuse the human mind. For you will realize that all realities, all potentials, all exist in and out of time together. If we'd have discussed this many, many years ago, it would have simply overwhelmed the human mind, but you're at a point now of understanding the and and all the possibilities. The Merlin that you are is a true magician. Magician simply meaning that you understand all of the realms, all of the possibilities, and, and the ones you don't immediately understand, you know you can explore without fear. And the Merlin, this modern-day Merlin that you are, is one who comes to shatter all the illusions of suffering on this planet in the human condition, starting with yourself first. Well, the other attributes of the Merlin that I've mentioned are what you would call older attributes. The new attribute of Merlin is beyond suffering, beyond that need in the human condition, so that you may experience and be in life, in joy and in sensuality, with no more suffering. In our sessions that we have ahead of us with Adamas, with all the Merlins and the others who will join in, there'll be a keen focus on breaking through that suffering. And when you come to the front, when you're given the microphone, when you're at the table to let forth your own voice, if there is suffering in your energy, if you continue to carry suffering around with you, you will be called on it because it has no place in where we are going. No more suffering in your life, period. The Merlin is the wisdom that we've been talking about for so very long. The Merlin replaces perhaps the word master. You now become true Merlins. It is the wisdom and in Merlin there is no energy or no need for energy. In Merlin the wisdom is not thoughts because even you're going to recognize thoughts as you used to know it start going away to be replaced by the Nost and the wisdom. 
So in the Merlin there are no thoughts. There is simply the wisdom, the knowingness, and the nost. The Merlin does not come in to rescue the human ever. But the Merlin is there to remind the human that they're not alone, that they are also the Merlin. They are also the I am. Do not call on the Merlin to do things for you. Rather, become the Merlin and then do it. Do not call on the Merlin to do things for you, to heal your body, to correct the financial situation, to bring a new relationship, to make you happy, because that is not the role of the Merlin. You will be charged with becoming the Merlin at that point. So do not call on the Merlin to make the human life better, because in these next few years, the word human is absolutely going to go out of your vocabulary. You'll remember the days of being human, but you will no longer be the limited human that you know now. Do not call on the Merlin, but become the Merlin. Merlin's greatest companion is the dragon. The Merlin and the dragon, feel it for a moment. They are true companions to each other and ultimately to you. The dragon has no energy. The dragon has no body. The dragon has no destination. The dragon is but one thing, and it is clarity. The dragon brings in clarity, and this very clarity is what most humans resist. They don't want to see that clearly. They want to hide. They want to cover things up. They want to live in illusions upon illusions upon illusions. So most resist the dragon. Many have called the dragon and Merlin the evil ones, the sons and the daughters of Satan itself, because there are so many on this planet who live in fear and hold on to that fear, who resist the clarity of who they really are. So what do they do instead of allowing clarity? They call it the devil itself. And perhaps at times it feels like that because the clarity can be so harsh and so overwhelming. But you are ready for the clarity that comes with the dragon, the companion of the Merlin. It comes a time now for you to have new vision. Instead of just the vision of your eyes, and sometimes the vision of your thoughts and imagination, it's time for you to have the vision of the dragon. This is an inner-looking vision. Eventually, it'll go outside as well, but initially the vision is all inner-looking. It's to look at yourself in the greatest, clearest way, and at times it will be disturbing. At times you will see things about yourself. You will see your own fears. You will see parts of your own past. You will see things that initially you may consider to be ugly, fearful, distasteful, but 
with the eyes of the dragon, with the new vision of the dragon that you have. Allow yourself to go beyond. Don't run. Allow your vision to go through and beyond. Because beyond the perception of what may be uncomfortable to the human, beyond that is the greatest gift of all, the understanding of who you really are. With your dragon vision, you look past the facades and the agonies and the worries and the heartaches. You look past all of these things, the, even the things that you loathe about yourself. With the vision of the dragon, you will see beyond that, and you will come to see who you truly are. Let's take this moment now to accept and allow the dragon vision into your own eyes. Take a deep breath, for now comes dragon vision. Not to be used on the outside, not to penetrate and probe and peer into other people's lives, but to look at yourself. A new way of perceiving who you are, this dragon vision. In this gathering, we bring forth the beauty of Merlin with all of its wisdom, the clarity of its companion, the dragon, and we bring that dragon vision now into your eyes, into your mind, into your heart, so that you may see who you truly are. Be afraid of nothing that you see. Be afraid of nothing that you see. Because what you initially perceive is probably not the real truth. Look deeper and deeper rather than running away. Look deeper and deeper and you will come to see who you are. So now you bring in the Merlin into yourself the wisdom, what we've called up to now the Master. You bring that into yourself. And you bring the dragon vision into yourself. The dragon is not energy, and the dragon will not do it for you. The dragon has no form. The dragon has no agenda. The dragon is not your pet. The dragon is your vision. The dragon is not going to go out and do things for you and make things happen. But allow the clear vision, become the clear vision. When things are foggy, when the picture is unclear, when the old human self becomes fearful, let yourself become the dragon vision into your own life your own realization and awakening. And then the third point today, and one that will be subject to much of our discussions, and I'm sure many discussions with each and every one of you. We've talked so far about the human being, the experiential part of the Trinity. There is the I am, which is pure consciousness. There is the Master Merlin, 
which is truly wisdom. And then there was the human with the experience. The experience of the human was often dictated by the past, by karma, but also by beliefs and by limitations. The experience of the human then brought forth energy to provide the experiential playground for the human. But as of this gathering at the end of the emergent series, that changes. The human is now the energy, and the experience follows. The human, you, become the energy. And you might think, well, aren't I thoughts? No, the thoughts now turn into energy. And you might think, aren't I, aren't I consciousness? And the answer to that is, you never truly were. You never truly were. There is consciousness within the trinity of the Self, but the human itself, no, there's not consciousness. There are thoughts and emotions. There are memories and there are feelings, but there was never true consciousness in the human. Now we change, we change it around from being experiential that brings in energy into energy that allows for the experience of your choosing. There's a huge difference, a huge shift in this. Take a moment, dear human facet of the I am. Take a moment right now to feel what this can be like, being the energy. And then choosing your experience instead of the other way around. Part of the human rebels against this and says, but I'm all these things. I'm intelligence. I'm consciousness. I'm, I'm all these things. But take a moment to feel yourself, dear human facet, as energy. How is this different? Why is it different? Because in the past, you were the experiential part, the only part that could experience, the only part that could go into the depths of your Creator's creations, the only part that could. And then you reached outside of you for energy. For as long as you've been human, there has been the perception that the energy remains outside of you. So you followed that belief. You reached outside of you for energy to support and reinforce your experience. But now that change is here on this day. You are energy first. Take a deep breath and feel into that. And when I say energy, don't think in terms of electricity or petrol or nuclear or any of those other things, not solar. It's your energy. It's your personal energy. In the times you have ahead of you, you'll come to explore what that energy really is. And you'll still be thinking that, that you're more than energy, that there's a mind with its thoughts. But then you'll come to realize, no, it's all 
energy within you. You think about your past, your memories, and you think, well, those are different than energy, and you come to realize they are energy. You'll observe your, your fears, your anxieties, and you'll think, well, those aren't energy. Those attract energies, but you'll come to realize those are energies. You'll imagine into your greatest potentials and achievements, and you think, well, those aren't energies. Energies come in to support that. And then you'll realize these are energies. They're now integrating. I am human. I am the energy. I am human. I am the energy. And there will come a day soon when we drop the word human. I am energy. I am the Merlin. I am that I am. But your role right now as the human facet, who can also at any time tap into, join with the Merlin, with the I am, your role now as the human is to be the energy. This is monumental. Never has this taken place in human history. And I realize that it is a bit confusing, but feel into the Merlin, into your wisdom right now, to understand why this is so important, why this is such a big change. Don't ask the Merlin to do it for you. Don't ask the Merlin to explain it to you. Let yourself become the Merlin for a moment into the wisdom. And the Merlin understands the shift from human being the experience into human now being the energy. And with the energy, now you can choose the experience. It is part of this whole trinity, part of true creatorship in physical reality. Human energy. Oh, your mind is racing away right now. That's when you take a deep breath and become the Merlin for the wisdom to understand why the human becomes the energy. With that, we are the collective of Merlins from the past. All who have carried that title, all who have traversed time and space, all who have commanded time to serve them. We are the Merlins who have been the shapeshifters, the ones who can become whatever they choose to be, simply by allowing. We are the Merlins who now include those who are going to move on from here into true embodied realization. You, the ones who call yourself Chambra. With that, we give you greetings from here and beyond. We are the Merlins. And we'll bring this back to Adamus in just a moment.
as the transition occurs here. Just take some good deep breaths. Feel in to this message of Merlin. Let it integrate. Stay with the breath. No words needed. Just stay with the breath. Stay with the good deep breath. that I am, Adamus of Sovereign Domain. Mm. Let's take a good deep breath for that, dear energies. <laughs> I asked Merlin to come in to give that message. Merlin and, and the dragon, they're, they're companions. They, they go side by side. The dragon comes in now, gives you vision. Uh, not just like you've had in the past, the vision in your eyes, but you bring in true vision and it looks inward. Eventually, yes, outward, but right now, there's only for inward. It will provide incredible amounts of clarity. Sometimes a bit frightening, sometimes overwhelming, but go through it rather than run from it. Allow your vision, your dragon vision, to go through any internal fear, anxiety, barricade, anything that you have. Allow the vision to penetrate through it, right straight through it to the other side. And you behold things about yourself that you could never have imagined through just the human mind. Merlin is the wisdom, and as, as Merlin said, don't call on Merlin to do it for you. Become the Merlin. Be the Merlin. And finally, the most important thing of all, and the thing that I'm sure will confuse you to a degree for a while. But the human becomes the energy. Now, you want the human to be the whole package, the whole enchilada, everything with it, all wrapped up in one. But the human is a facet of this, this trinity of the I am, the Merlin, and the human. So allow yourself for a while here to be the energy. Or you've been the experience up to now. The experience that sometimes, most of the time, wasn't even chosen by you consciously, necessarily. It just happened as a result of a lot of uh, dynamics. But now you become the energy, and then you determine the experience that you want. Play with it. Play with yourself as energy. And as Merlin said, your thoughts, they're energy now. Your beliefs, energy. Your feelings, energy. Everything, your, your aspirations, your desires now turn to energy. Feel into that for a moment. 
And then you go and experience by your choosing, balanced by the incredible clarity of Merlin and the dragon. Let's take a deep breath and bring that to a Morab. Morab being that shift of consciousness, but here today, a huge shift. Let's take a deep breath with some music. We've had to take a lot of steps to get here. Some baby steps, some giant steps. We've had a lot of points of separation. Now we arrive at this place. Yeah, I know you're going to try to try to figure it all out, and that's okay. But more than anything, just allow it. You're going to try to figure out what this means if I'm just energy. It's the human that transmutes to energy. You still got the the Merlin. You still got. The I am. It's the human that changes their role in the Trinity. Yes, you'll still have experience, but it takes a back seat now to you, a being of energy, and this all eventually leads us to this thing that Tobias brought forth: new energy, energy and consciousness combined together. This is one of the steps on the way to get there. So, dear human, feel yourself as energy now—energy that has no force and no duality. Energy that doesn't hurt; it's not painful. Energy that doesn't overwhelm ever. There's been a general fear that you've had about energy having too much because your experience with it sometimes was was painful. But now comes the point where you can be the energy. And as the Merlin said, humans and you have always gone outside, look beyond, look somewhere else for energy. But now you are the energy. Feel the relationship right now between pure consciousness of the I am and you as the human, as the energy. Feel into that relationship and how it would be different than just you as the experiential part. Feel a shift that's taking place right now in your biology, in your mind, in your identity. I just have feel for a moment the intimacy now. Deeper intimacy with the Merlin and the Dragon. What we've called before the Master, but the Merlin with the wisdom, the Dragon with the clarity. 
feel yourself now as the energy component. How that affects the relationship with the wisdom, the clarity, and the consciousness. Lot of curiosity about energy. You wanted energy at times and ran from it at times. We've discussed energy and our physics over these years, and now comes a time where you are energy. Well, it's probably not what you thought it was going to be. We'll be talking a lot more about this in. Upcoming Kihak, Shouds, workshops. But right here was the perfect place to initiate it. Ahead of schedule, of course, well ahead of schedule. Let's take a deep breath into energy. Start realizing that you're no longer what you thought was your thoughts. What ran through your mind? Because they become just energy. You realize that you're no longer that identity that you thought you were. Maybe a slight feeling of loss from it, but also liberation, because now you're just energy. The way you've been used used to using for solving problems and coping with life and dealing with things now changes. The old way of thoughts simply goes away. It simply becomes part of energy. So, for the last 45 days, we've been setting this up. You've been setting it up. We've been making the shifts. Been feeling like you're forgetting everything, losing touch with yourself. Some of you having some accidents or incidents, all part of this shift that's taking place right here, right now. You are above all, dear human. You are above all energy. And then, with that, you choose your experience, balanced with wisdom. Balanced with clarity, going out of your mind, you thought you were absolutely, indeed, because your mind becomes energy. Your thoughts, your past, even your limitations, even your fears, 
they are no longer boxed in to the mental. They are brought to energy. An energy that does not have duality to it, does not have force, and has no agenda until you decide how you want to experience it. Let's take a deep breath now and allow the shift. as energy. Even your tiredness, your body, the things you love most, even your sensuality, feel them now as energy. Because before they were simply illusions. Simply illusions. Simply a dream. But a dream that wasn't who you really are. Let's take a deep breath into this day, into the energy, into the wisdom, into the clarity. Let's take a good deep breath. We needed all that laughter over the last few days. We needed all of it to come to this point. Otherwise, oh, we would have been bogged down in dreariness, too much thought. Oh, we needed that laughter. Even if it was at my expense, that's all right. We needed that laughter to turn the corner. Make that shift in consciousness. All that laughter, you know, it's all just energy. I feel into a moment what that's going to be like, where you're not going to be attracting the energy. You're not. You're not attracting energy to bring your experience. You are the energy. You are the energy. Absolutely balanced with wisdom and clarity. Imagine what you can do now. 
Let's take a deep breath together. A good, a really good deep breath together. All that laughter. All that laughter now, helping to make that transition. You are energy. Imagine that. Hmm. My dear friends, uh, now comes the end of our gathering. We're about to launch into year 11. We've got a couple of months before we, we really get on with the next series. You've got a couple months to absorb all this, to really feel into it, to make that adjustment from the experiential being into the energy being. Let's take a good deep breath with what we've had, what we've done here, what we're going to bring to all Chambra. Let's take a good deep breath. And if you would indulge me for the moment for all the grief that you've given me the last day, I would love one more time with I am that I am. That touched me. Uh, and if you would all sing along with the I am that I am, my favorite song. <coughs> Human wisdom, wisdom. 
catching on quick. Well, not Let so quick. Let it be. <laughs> Cracked them up. <laughs> Welcome home into the mud. Good, good. Uh, let's, let's take it from the top, but a little faster. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a, let, let's bring up the pace a little. These are energy beings now. Yeah. They're not just experiencing. Okay, bring it up. Yeah. And, and on that fine note, my dear friend, I want to bid farewell and remember that all is well in all of creation. I love you dearly. Thank you. Divine. I am that I am Human wisdom and divine Human wisdom and divine Let it be Breath at a time Welcome home into the Let it be, breath at a time, welcome home into the morning. We rock it. Let's do that.